Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Steve Satinino. This is Grabbing Life by the Balls podcast. Uh, This week, we're kind of going to be talking about um, stresses and anxieties and and more so, uh, who are the people that should be listening to this sort of this sort of show? If being uh, conscious of your health somewhat describes you, uh, if developing some sort of discipline is something that you consider, um, if you want to just accomplish something in your life, whether that be uh, a fitness-based goal, if you want to a behavior-based goal like stopping to smoke cigarettes or things of that nature. So we're really going to be talking about the power of like our, uh, the power of mind and what sort of factors people look at when looking at exercise, because it can be construed as something that is just uh, physical based, just the way you look, just based off the way you look or uh, getting in shape or getting stronger or gaining size, being a little bit more flexible. These are all these are all buy-in factors that are on the physical side of exercise. But people forget uh, people forget the, the the mental aspect uh, and the psychological benefit of working out and spending the time in the gym and and disciplining yourself to complete workouts and things of that nature. What it does as a bind factor, what for somebody that might feel overwhelming amounts of stress or anxiety, um, it usually stems from the inability to actually deal with the stressor itself. These stressors, the the the, it deals with some people's lack of metacognition or the thought about their uh, thinking about their thoughts uh, and and their lack of executive control over their choices and their actions um, many people might think that listen I'm in control of all of my actions I'm thinking uh, this is what I'm doing I am who I am this is what I'm doing but more often than that people don't think about what they're thinking and people don't think about the outcomes and people don't think about what's actually happening because of their behaviors. So bringing it back to exercise, there are multiple f- psychological factors that help with this stress or anxiety feeling that people have and it could alleviate some of your anxiety and it could be a, a, a serious factor to uh, lessen your symptoms and anxiety and stress. So first of all, different sorts of cardiovascular exercises, and even some strength training, some uh, hit training and stuff like that. Uh, exercise actually releases endorphins like dopamine and uh, acetylcholine and uh, all your feel-good chemicals in your brain when you work out. Uh, they actually get released, and uh, it's a factor for your body to perform better, actually. So as you work out, your body sort of goes into homeostasis mode, and it re- releases all those feel-good hormones. But what it also does, it lowers your blood pressure. It lowers your stress levels. There's actual molecules in your body that uh, would be interpreted as stress. 
So what exercise does, it actually goes and inhibits those molecules and, and takes them out of your, your body. So you physically become less stressed and basically decompresses you. Exercise, what it also does over long term and and dis over long over the long term with discipline and persistence, uh, it actually uh, teaches you and recruits a sort of resilience to mental stress and anxiety. So just the fact that you're stressing your body, you're physically stressing your body, right? That's that 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 stress is actually. Um, interpreted the same in the body as 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 mental stress and physical stress so by you working out in a rigorous exercise workout your body is slowly learning to how to adapt to handle stress and to deal with it and to cope with it and to manage it itself And now these could be buy-in factors for 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 our multiple multiple amplitudes of people, but if your those body uh, factors, those physical factors aren't really what might pull you pull you in so much, maybe thinking about how it could give me the mental edge in my life, working out and getting active and staying disciplined in a workout regimen it will help your mind the same or much much more than just your body and that's two different ways of looking at a reason to get get active and to be more to get more functional being active and exercising actually strengthens your mind and body connection. You will feel better as a whole. And now, slowing down and really focusing on your workout and your health and your activity, uh, it gives you it gives you a chance to really think and like to go into this state of like medic of metacognition, this thinking about thinking, thinking about your thoughts thinking about the choices and behaviors that I'm doing. And now many people in the world, they kind of lack this ability to have executive control over their actions, believe it or not. Not many people think before they do. And it's important to sort of take a step back and treat yourself as both an employee and a boss you want to do the best that you can at the job while holding proper ethics and principle with oversight of all your actions all of your choices Like really sitting like this is where this is where strategy in people's lives being mindful. Now there's a bunch of people in in the psychology industry. You might hear that word mindful go around and mindfulness and mindfulness meditation. When realistically mindfulness is off the basis of improving your executive control, improving uh, the ability to dictate what you do, the ability to get up. And go to the gym, not because you want to, but because this is what I'm doing. I'm doing it. And this is why I'm doing it. So you kind of sit back and you ask yourself, what am I striving to do? 
what would success look like? You might even ask yourself, why haven't I achieved the desired outcome that I've been trying to achieve? Why? What have I been doing? And then you sit back and you ask yourself, what is the next choice I can make to pursue my potential to achieving that outcome? So it's not necessarily thinking, oh, I can or can't do this. It's taking back, it's taking a step back and you're, you're asking yourself, what would the tasks be to achieve my goal? Where would I want to be? Let's take smoking cigarettes, for example. I don't think anybody that smokes cigarettes wants to be smoking cigarettes. So what they might be striving to do is quit smoking cigarettes. When? Maybe two months, three months. I want to slowly quit in two months. I don't think that... I think cold turkey is a thing that, that, that you can do. I think it's definitely doable. It, t- it takes a strong mind to do it. It might suck, but... Um, what would success look like? Not smoking a single cigarette for a month straight next month. But then the mindfulness aspect sort of comes during this process and this is where strategy starts coming in. Why haven't I been able to achieve this? Because every Tuesday, every 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 morning I wake up and it's in my routine to go get a cup of coffee and have a cigarette or to go and buy a pack of cigarettes. So you got to just stop buying the cigarette. Maybe instead, while you're trying to quit, instead of buying packs of cigarettes and buying less and trying to buy less and trying to buy less, maybe you stop buying them altogether. And then once in a while, you bum one off of somebody. So then you stop the action of even buying the cigarettes. And because right now, buying buying the cigarette, buying the pack of cigarettes is more of a behavioral routine. You don't think about it as much. So you think, what's a good first step to stopping to smoke my cigarettes? One, oh, it, 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 people might think of excuses. Oh, it's not the right time. Uh, I don't want to. I'm so stressed. Um, it helps with uh, my anxiety. Um, they're all excuses. You're 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 lying to yourself. And this is where meta your ability to metacognate and to really think about your thinking and to have that executive control over your decisions. What I'm telling you is not easy. I'm telling you, it's not easy. It takes time. It takes practice. It takes skill to do this. And over time that you can learn this skill, but it takes discipline. Another aspect of it is sort of on the mental conditioning side of things. It's uh, this neutral mindset idea and it's... uh, Basically that my 
behaviors and choices of the past dictated the outcomes right now, but those behaviors and choices do not dictate the future unless I do them the exact same way. So it's basically I, I think I said that a little a little confusing, but basically uh, the outcome that I just had is not predictive of the outcomes in the future. The outcomes are in the future are solely predicted off of my actions and behaviors at this moment, right now. So it's not necessarily thinking positively, oh, I can try to talk yourself, oh, I can quit cigarettes, oh, this is easy, da 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 It's not like that. But it's taking a step back and thinking of it more practically. Thinking about it by choice, by task. Literally think about it task by task. If you were to label it, if you were to write down how to make your bed, how would you write it down? First, you get the fitted sheet. You put the fitted sheet on. Then you take the bed sheet. You put the bed sheet on. You fold it one step over. And then you tuck it in. Then after that, you get the comforter. And you lay the comforter over. You might want to drape them on the floor. I don't, I don't know what you want to do. But then you get the pillows. You put the pillows in the pillows case. Then you line up the pillows. So they're stacked. Biggest in the back. Smallest in the front. And that detailed. Because that's what it takes. On the baseball field... I'm not thinking when I it's two when it, when I have a batter that's two balls two strikes. I'm not necessarily thinking about how there's a man on second or there's two outs of the inning so or we're down one run. Oh, we're only in the fourth inning so if I walk this guy it doesn't really matter. No, I'm not thinking about that. It's task by task. What's my next task as a pitcher? Just throwing the next strike. Whatever happens, happens. But my task next, the best outcome, what the outcome that I want is to strike this motherfucker out right now. So the next next task, regardless if he hits it, regardless of who's on base, regardless of how many outs, my next next task is to just throw a strike. And that's where simplifying it come, simplif, simplification comes in. And really mapping out and strategizing in your mind and being mindful of of your actions and what your actions can control. So you have a few mindfulness techniques here. And... There's different sorts of, of uh, like body scan meditations and uh, sitting medita- and, and walking meditations and even breathing techniques. And they work. They, they work. You can go and Google them all. But one mindfulness technique that I uh, use on a daily basis is uh, this sort of combination of paying attention and uh, living in the moment. So, you kind of, it kind of goes off of this idea like, okay, so, right now, if you did not have executive control, or you had no metacognition, and you were not mindful at all, 
of your thoughts, your actions, your behaviors, uh, you'd have a shit, shit life. Like you'd have a, a, a desperately shit life because you'd be going on and doing things that you did not want to do, but you did them just because and didn't think about it. And that's just how it is. But the best day of your life is the one in which uh, you decide your life is your own. Uh, without apology, without excuses, without blame, without uh, relying on or leaning on anybody around you to pick up the slack. The life that you have is your gift. And it's one journey that you are alone and that you are the only one responsible for the quality of it. And once people recognize that without blame, without reliance, without apology, without excuses, if you were to take responsibility for mistakes and, and everything in your life, it would give you a realistic and, and neutral perspective that, okay, for one, I might not be able to control everything around me. And that's okay. That's a part of life and you have to deal with it. But at the same time, it puts all the responsibility that's everything that's happening in your life is because is you are responsible of if there's something that you don't like you are responsible of that but then you also have the thought that you can change that we have the ability to change our our perspectives our minds our actions our behaviors for the better so through this metacognition process of taking a step back and saying, this life is my life, I am responsible for everything that happens in it. And then going out and, and reflecting on your life and your behaviors and yourself. For example... Elon Musk, his behavior, he works as both an employee and a boss. See, he does not sit stagnant. He's one of the most, he's the genius in the fucking world. He is the man, I'm telling you. Elon Musk is the man. But that day on Joe Rogan's podcast, he had little executive decision because of the atmosphere he was in. He wasn't really thinking. See, he's a big CEO of Tesla and SpaceX and all these different companies, and he has a lot of investors' eyes on him. So that makes him very responsible over, over not just his life and what goes on around him, but also the image of his company, right? So then he goes on the Joe Rogan experience and smokes a blunt with Joe Rogan, and investors pull their money out. See... As an employee, he's been doing a real good job and at his job, but he did not have the boss's metacognition of the entire scope of the company. He was not thinking about how this is going to look for investors. He was thinking about, oh, I'm on the number one podcast in the world. I'm going to smoke a blunt with Joe Rogan. That's what he was thinking. See, I'm sure he went after that and he was very mindful of his actions and 
although in his position might not think of as being a big problem, but he was probably a little bit more mindful about his actions after that. Everybody goes through life um, sort of in autopilot because of the chaotic uh, nature and hyper-connectedness of our world now. We always have information, uh, news stories, uh, cars whizzing by, uh, job offer, uh, whatever it is, coronavirus, riots, protests, whatever it is. Life is so chaotic that people basically just go on autopilot and they don't really uh, are mindful over their thoughts and their actions and what they do and specifically what they do to themselves. So being mindful of your health and your your cognition and uh, your inputs around you and uh, what you're bringing to the world, what your perception is, it will enlighten you a little bit into those, into, into some of those questions. What am I really striving to do? What would success look like? What would I be able to do? What's the next, next task or choice that I can do or make to make me one step closer to succeeding? Why haven't I been succeeding yet? What, have I been, what has been holding me back? From achieving my goals. Maybe it's a bad influence. You're trying to smoke cigarettes. Your partner smokes three packs a day. See, you're not really going to quit smoking cigarettes with another person in your same house smoking a lot of cigarettes. Might be a wise idea to go and approach and say, Hey, listen, I think it would be a lot easier if we both quit together. As much as it might suck, I will be accountable to you and you will be accountable to me and we're going to both discipline each other to do this because it's really important and it's really good for our health and we have to do this. All the information in the world won't get somebody... There's doctors out there, cardiovascular doctors, whatever you want to... Lung doctors that smoke cigarettes. It's not the information. It's the accountability. It's the commitment. It's the support system. It's the environment. It's other behaviors in your life. It's your perception of yourself. Maybe you're participating in such health-threatening activities because you don't think of yourself very well. You might think less of yourself. You might think that you are less important. But that's not true at all. You want the best out of yourself. You just don't know how. You need the accountability. You need the, the, the support systems behind you. And that's another thing. Like uh, Your input, like psychologically, the input around you will affect you. We're all products of our environment to a, to, to a degree. We, we're, we're sponges at birth, but we're a product to our environment. We might even act different in certain environments. But if you have... If you've grown up in a home where everybody smokes cigarettes, over everybody did smoke cigarettes, you're probably going to end up smoking because that's what you've been socially uh, indoctrinated to believe life consists of. Smoking becomes a part that uh, of life, you know what I mean, at that point, once you've seen it around you enough. Just how uh, the cultivation effect, if somebody were to watch news every single day for hours on end, every single week, every single month, they're going to have a drastically negative, a drastically more negative view towards the world 
than somebody that listens to more positive music or does not listen to the news at all and surrounds themselves with positive and growth-minded individuals. And that's another powerful aspect of going to the gym. You you find yourself around people that... uh, working towards something what everybody might have their own individual goals but their factors their buy-in factors they're working towards something and we always want to surround ourselves around people that are working towards something that have a vision because that energy will end up rubbing off of onto yourself and this is something that I'm that I'm uh, just beginning to learn and apply into my life. See, uh, I feel like I want to be somewhere. I want to develop passive income. I want to have financial freedom in the future. I want to uh, be successful. And the best way to do that is to not surround yourself, uh, is, is to get rid of the toxic individuals in your life. Not get rid of them, but limit your time with toxic individuals in your life. And to really delve in to try to surround yourself with people that have accomplished what you're trying to accomplish. Or have the mindset to accomplish what you're, what you're trying to accomplish. That has the, the positive mindset for growth and moving f- forward. That people that go through life saying neutral statements, that think neutrally. Just like Nike's slogan, just do it. Best marketing tactic in the entire world, just do it. The most neutral statement in the world, just do it. Because after you go through that process of thinking about your thinking, it gets to that point where you just do it. You've thought about smoking cigarettes, uh, stopping, stop, stopping smoking cigarettes for so long. You have all the information in the world. You don't. Uh, you have all the information in the world. All the information is not making you quit, but it's your mental willpower to just do it. You're nervous that. On the other side of it, something is inconceivable. It hasn't. You found a comfort in this action of smoking, so you will stay there. And that's a huge problem with some people too. They get way too comfortable in their their zone in not changing. When we have an innate uh, drive or interest or uh, attraction towards change in the and the unknown. That's why we've gotten, that's why we have buildings. That's why we have boats. That's why we can fly. It's a bunch of people striving and, and, and working towards the unknown. And a lot of people in our society, it's so easy to get caught up and comfortable and, and stagnant in our way of life and how we've just been doing it. And we might not even think about, hey, what I'm doing might not be the best thing. We are all executives over our our own life, so naturally we'll think our executive, our 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 just straight up drive and and uh, unconscious thought and, and motive, we think it's right, when sometimes it's not. 
Sometimes it might be right. You might be right sometimes. But sometimes it might be wrong. And you might be just thinking wrong. And you might think that your wrong thinking is right. And this is, again, where being mindful, having executive control over your actions really comes into play. And through exercise, you can really take the advantage and psychologically put yourself 5, 10, 15 steps forward in life by learning to take control over this executive process, this executive control over our mind. See, many people might have different buy-in factors to go and work out. Some people might not... Some people have not even been precognizant of the thought of being healthier. And that's fine. Maybe it's not for them. Maybe they're living their own life. They're happy. But if you're somebody that has been precognizant of it, maybe the body thing is not what you're really looking for. Maybe it's that mind aspect of exercise and, and working out that might draw you there. Surrounding yourself around the right people that have those goals in mind to better themselves, to help you. Teaching yourself how to be disciplined and to just do it. Recruiting that resiliency to handle your stress better. Those are all aspects of exercise and, and health and fitness and working out. and uh, That's what I'm really trying to gut, get into. So if health is something, if being health conscious is something that does describe you, if developing a discipline or to, to change something in your life and to be more mindful or to, to, to learn about how to improve this executive control, there's so much literature out there. You can DM me. Let me know in the comments. Please rate and review the podcast. As always, subscribe. Subscribe for more content like this. You have to go subscribe. This is the number one podcast in the world. You should be subscribed to it. It's the number one podcast in the world. Grabbing Life by the Balls podcast. Um, but if that's something that is describes, describes you, email me. DM me. Text me. I'm, I'm, I'm more than happy to, to, to help help you and, and work out with you and to, and to explain some information. If you have any questions on this, let me know about them. I think this is a, 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 one of the biggest things uh, people undermine in our generation and, and in life. People always are looking for the easy way out. If you're suffering from anxiety, you take an anti-anxiety pill. If you're stressed out too much, you take a vacation and you may not have that much vacation. If you're somebody that hasn't been taught the skills to really take control over your mind, to take advantage of your thought and perception, maybe listening to this show is something that you might want to consider more. So please, uh, go rate, review, leave a review subscribe to the podcast on apple podcasts or anywhere you get your podcasts uh as always i'm steve satinino uh thank you guys for coming and this was uh, grabbing life by the balls podcast uh, have an amazing day everybody that's it